The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour of blessing. Good morning, everyone. I'm trustee and associate pastor Edwin Sprout, Sr., and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV channel 28 in Eureka, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV channel 11 Monterey, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon, from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO channel 22 in Seattle, Washington, and also from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming, and from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY TV channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, as well as from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you would like more information on our church and VR Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church located at 1043 Middle Street is the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world with the sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon a landmark in Cleve for over 90 years, and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and A. to B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn Sr. in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints, wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. 
As a child of God, we display our affections by serving Him in songs, prayer, and worship every day. We look forward to His return. We anxiously await to hear His call. Today, the church choir, directed by Assistant Choir Director Iris Locke, will sing unto the Lord this comforting melody entitled, When the Morning Sweeps the Eastern Sky. The choir will be accompanied by Edith Matsuki on the piano and Tiara Summons on the organ. Won't you please sing along with the choir? The words are provided for your convenience on our television screen.
The church band directed by hip pastor William M. Hahn Jr. will play the number entitled Somebody Needs Your Love. There's nothing more challenging than having to endure spiritual, physical, financial, as well as moral trials and tribulations. Often, the anxieties of your life can threaten to overwhelm the spirit and soul. When this happens to us, dear television viewers, saints and friends, there is only one with the strength and compassion to make the withered soul whole. That one is Jesus. We take his name with us every day, in spirit and in prayer. Listen to the number about to be presented to you by our soloist for the morning, Sherilyn Abing. 
Sherilyn will present to the Lord her rendition of the beautiful song entitled, Take the Name of Jesus With You. Sherilyn will be accompanied by Christy Hahn on the piano, Mason Asano Sr., myself on guitars, and Associate Pastor Marvin Abing on the bass. With the Savior's love, life is bearable. With the Savior's love, all things are possible. Thank you, Sherilyn. The church choir stands at the ready sign to sing their second number for today entitled, His Love Put a Song in My Heart. One cannot describe the love our Heavenly Father has for His people. He touches, He protects, He comforts. His love gives us all the strength to carry on.
Dear television viewers, you will never experience such ultimate love like the love of life given to you by Jesus. Thank you, choir. And now I'd like to present to you the Apostolic Faith Church Orchestra under the direction of yours truly. They will gather together and play for you the melody entitled In the New Jerusalem. Thank you. 
The vocal group known as the Saints in Harmony, with great eagerness and joy, readily wait to sing to the Lord and to you this song entitled, By and By. I would like to dedicate today's melody to Miss Denise Bradbury of Maui. May the good Lord bless you and your family most abundantly. Have a wonderful week. Trials are gone every hand, and we cannot understand all the ways that God will lead us to that blessed promised land. But He'll guide us with His eye, and we'll follow till we die. We will understand it better by and by, by and by, when the morning comes, all the saints of God are gathering home, we will tell the story how we've overcome. We will understand it better by and by. We are often destitute of the things that life demands. Want of shelter and of food, thirsty hills and barren land. But we're trusting in the Lord. And according to his word, we will understand it better by and by. By and by, when the morning comes, all the saints of God are gathering home.
better by and by. We will understand it better by and by. Greetings in the sweet name of Jesus, everyone. I'm Associate Pastor Jose Janda, and I would like to repeat our television time stations and locations in the Camarillas for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California. The this telecast can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV, channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSG, channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV, channel 8, and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME, Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KACY, Channel 9 in Los Angeles, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZGO, channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. And from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ-TV, channel 14 of Charles Lake City, Utah, Boston, Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming. And from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV, channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. As well as from 7 to 8 a.m. on Mount Cable, channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kittibong Radical State telecast in its entirety, please visit the website at JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning gospel service here in Homestead, Hawaii. Service is held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel service at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer service is held daily in the prayer time at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Common Key Branch Church located at 1361 Pollard Avenue, gospel service is held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor other branch churches a service is conducted by Pastor Reginald B. Castanera Sr. in Kanaka Kamolokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Very in Lahaina Maui, by Pastor Walter I.T. Law in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard Kiwana Sonosi in Kolo, Kauai, by Pastor Helen Basfara in Belongo, Pekinawai, and Pastor Vesper Basfara in Presidio, Scotland, Philippines. You're welcome to end these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. Have you decided to voluntarily contribute to support this telecast and the Lord's work? You may do so by sending your donations to the address designated conclusion of telecast. And I would like to return our program back to trusty associate pastor Edwin Sport Sr. who will bring forth a spirit-directed and spirit-invited sermon. Edwin? Thank you, Jose. A practicing Christian pays careful attention to those gospel details which are necessary in his daily life if he expects to be a part of the rapture when Jesus returns in clouds of glory for his very own. I am certain, dear television viewers, that if you are like me, you do not want to be left behind. You do not want to be counted among the multitudes who fail to acquire their salvation through the simple act of water baptism in the name of Jesus. Therefore, it would be a great spirit, uh, gain spiritually if you took this time to partake in the reading of God's Word during the presentation of my sermon, which is entitled, Jesus Christ, Mankind's Savior and Problem Solver. The Lord Jesus Christ is mankind's Savior and Problem Solver, and by His Holy Spirit, 
We are taught to accept his teachings without question. We all can recall the simple fishermen who were called to come and follow him and how he pressed them into service to help him save the souls of all mankind. They believed that the gospel he preached, repented of their sins, and were baptized in the name of Jesus. They then followed the Lord Jesus Christ, becoming fishers of men and pointing many souls to accept Jesus Christ's plan of salvation. The main focus of our Kingdom of God telecast is to preach the gospel of the Kingdom of God to every man, woman, and child. And today, many may be asking, what is the greatest thing that could happen to mankind? Some may say, if we could only have world peace, that would be the best thing. If that were true, our finest men and women would not have to give their lives on the battlefields of the world. And we could use the billions of dollars spent on defense for the benefit of mankind. And yes, that would be a wonderful thing. Even others might be saying, oh, if we could only supply the physical needs of men, women, and children all over the world, that would solve the problems of millions who live in poverty and the millions who go to bed hungry and homeless every night. And today, we can see many local street people or local beach people going from street to street or beach to beach to find shelter for the night. And it would be wonderful if we could supply them with good, affordable homes, clothing, and food for their daily needs. And then even others might say, oh, if we could only find a cure for cancer and the other diseases that befall people today. Indeed, it would be wonderful to eliminate mankind's diseases and illnesses so many would not have to suffer. And furthermore, some others may also comment, oh, if we could settle racism, get rid of religious bias, and let all men live together as brothers, that would be awesome. However, the critical condition of many things today is worsening. And as Christian believers, we know that God's Word, the Bible, tells all mankind that these God-given signs will signal the soon coming return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And time has already run out, and there is no more time left. Matthew 24, 6 through 8 denotes, and ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in divers places. And all over the world, 
Many people and even young children are dying of starvation. And speaking of pestilences, we have seen such things as the major and formidable disease of today called AIDS. There have been earthquakes, hurricanes, typhoons, volcanic activity, tidal waves, and many other natural disasters everywhere, which have resulted in heavy loss of lives and property. Hence, we see much catastrophe and destruction occurring all over the face of the earth, and God's Word defines these things as the beginning of sorrows. If these are the beginning of sorrows, we sure don't want to be around when the great tribulation comes upon the earth. Today we often witness bloodshed and violence all over the world with sin, graft, riots, arsons, hijackings, carjackings, bombs, looting, and terrorism happening in our own homeland and throughout the world. The question to be asked is, who can resolve and straighten these things out? We know that the president can't do it, Congress can't do it, and the United Nations can't do it. Only the Lord Jesus Christ, the Almighty God Himself, is able to resolve and straighten out these world problems. We also know that the existing conditions in the world can not go on much longer. Hence, the signs in the earth and sky point to the soon coming return of Jesus Christ to rescue his waiting bride, the church. And today, he is still calling a people out of a people as his creation. And today is the day of salvation for every man, woman, and child to come back to Jesus Christ and accept his plan of salvation. Jesus Christ prayed, paid the price for all mankind when he died on the cross of Calvary for you and for me. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 proclaims this truth. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, lest any man should boast. Nicodemus, a learned Jew and Pharisee, came to Jesus Christ by night and learned what every man, woman, and child must do to inherit eternal life. He was advised by the Lord Jesus Christ that all mankind must be born again. We can read this in John 3, verse 2 through 4. It reads, The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus Christ responded to Nicodemus and all mankind in John 3, 5 that reads, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, 
Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. To be born of water means that everyone must be baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ, according to Acts 2.38, which states, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And to be born of the Spirit means that everyone must speak in God's unknown tongue or language, which proves to all that they have received God's Holy Spirit within, according to the Bible. When the Lord Jesus Christ used the term born again, Nicodemus could only think of the physical birth. He did not understand that Jesus Christ was referring to the spiritual birth or rebirth commandment that is required of every man, woman, and child born upon this earth. Hence, baptism is essential to the salvation of our souls. As Mark 16, 16 declares, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Acts 4.12 also states that the saving power and authority is vested in the name of Jesus Christ. It reads, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. The Lord Jesus Christ is coming soon to rapture his waiting bride, the church, to meet him in the clouds and at his judgment seat. The Lord Jesus Christ will judge every man, woman, and child according to the works they have performed on this earth, whether it is good or whether it is bad. The Old Testament book of Isaiah 53, 5 further instructs, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Our Lord Jesus Christ came to earth as a man to show us the way of salvation, and he preached the gospel of the kingdom of God to all mankind, telling them to get ready. He also prayed with great drops of sweat like blood in the garden of Gethsemane for you and for me. Luke 22, 42 through 44 gives us this account, saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. 
and being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was as it were great drops of blood falling down to the ground. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, suffered and died for the sins of the whole world and was rejected and crucified by his own people, as we read in John 1, verse 11 and 12. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him to them, he gave power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. The Lord Jesus Christ came to earth to suffer and die as the poorest of the poor and the humblest of the humble. Yet his own people, the Jews, did not receive him as their Messiah. And instead they said to crucify him. Hence the Apostle Paul exclaims in 1 Corinthians 2.8, which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. And today, every believing Christian stands on the side of Calvary. And we look unto Jesus Christ, who will return one day as the King of kings and Lord of lords. Titus 2.13, therefore, gives us this encouragement looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Yes, dear television viewers, the positive proof of the coming return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is mentioned 318 times in the New Testament. And the rooftop signs above all of the apostolic faith churches in Hawaii and the Philippine Islands declares... Jesus coming soon as a warning to the whole world. 2 Peter 3, 3 through 4 also gives us this warning. Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last day scoffers walking after their own lessons, saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. God's word, the Bible, is true in all respects, and God's word is always yea and amen concerning the many promises about the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And there will be two separate comings of the Lord Jesus Christ to the earth. First, he is coming back to rapture the body of Christ, his church, those who are water-washed, blood-washed, spirit-filled, and walking in the light, and will call them up, saying, Come up hither to meet him in the air. 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 through 18 denotes, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself 
shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. This event is known as the rapture, and it will be the first resurrection. Acts 1, 9 to 11 relates to the ascension of Jesus Christ before his disciples. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld him, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. While they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? The same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. The Lord Jesus Christ will come again in the same manner in which he went away. He went away in his glorified body. He will return in his glorified body. He went away as a person. He will return as a person. He was seen ascending, and he will be seen descending. He was taken up in the clouds, and he will return in the clouds. When he returns, angels and believers of all ages will be with him. Hence, the number one priority for every man, woman, and child today is to be born again, to prepare themselves to be ready to witness and watch for his soon coming return. He could not come at, he could come at any minute, and at any minute we might hear the shout, the voice of the archangel, and the trump of the Lord resound when he says, Come up hither. Matthew 24, 44 gives us this exhortation. Therefore be ye also ready, for in such an hour as you think not, the Son of Man cometh. And 2 Corinthians 5, 10 also tells mankind, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that every one may receive the things done in his body, according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. Matthew 24, 21 also adds, for then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time. No, nor ever shall be. And the coming tribulation period following the rapture is called Jacob's seven years of trouble. God's word, the Bible, describes this as a time of great trouble and distress. But true born-again Christians will not be here because they will have already been raptured and taken up to be with the Lord Jesus Christ. 1 Thessalonians 5, 9 and 10 gives us this, these comforting words, For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us that, whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. On his second return, the Lord Jesus Christ will come down to earth, as we read in Zechariah 14, 4 and 5, and his feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem on the east. And the Mount of Olives shall cleave in the midst thereof toward the east and toward the west. And there shall be a very great valley, and half of the mountain shall remove toward the north, and half of it toward the south. And ye shall flee to the valley of the mountains, for the valley of the mountains shall reach unto Azel. Yea, ye shall flee 
like as you fled from before the earthquake in the days of Uzziah, king of Judah. And the Lord my God shall come, and all the saints with thee. Once again, let us remember first, he will come to raise up all those who sleep in Jesus, be it from their graves, from the bottom of the sea, from the sands of the desert, etc. And the Lord Jesus Christ will call them unto him. And as those bodies who rise up to meet him will not be as they were when they died. No, their diseased, broken, emaciated, or aged bodies will be transformed into his own glorious likeness. Philippians 3.21 gives us this description. Who shall change our vile body that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body according to the working whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself. Yes, Jesus Christ will change our worthless human body so that we will be perfect and will live forever with him. When a saint or child of God dies, his body is buried and his soul and spirit return to the Lord Jesus Christ. Hence, the Apostle Paul declares in 2 Corinthians 5, 8, we are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Philippians 1.23 also denotes, For I am in a strait betwixt two, having a desire to depart and to be with Christ, which is far better. The tribulation period is coming upon this world. In all the wars, bloodshed, troubles, accidents, earthquakes, tornadoes, and sorrows of this present age cannot be compared to that terrible period. However, the Lord Jesus Christ does not want his people to suffer these things. And he gives every man, woman, and child this special opportunity to accept him as their personal Savior, Master, and Lord. In God's word, the Bible encourages all mankind to prepare themselves by accepting the Lord Jesus Christ today and receive his salvation full and free. Every man, woman, and child must repent of their sins and be baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ and be filled with his Holy Spirit. And today is the day of salvation, for tomorrow may be too late. When the Lord Jesus Christ returns in the air and when the trumpet sounds, there will be no more opportunity for anyone to be saved by grace. And those who are saved during the tribulation period will have to pay with their lives to be saved. The Apostle Paul gives us this account in 2 Timothy 4, 6 through 8, for I am now ready to be offered and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. With the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. The question for everyone 
today is. Are we ready to meet the Lord Jesus Christ? Let us prepare ourselves to respond. When the Lord Jesus Christ calls up his waiting bride, the church saying, come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. If you would like to know more about God's word, the church, and review these telecast presentations in their entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, trustee and associate pastor, Edwin H. Sprout Sr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of his hands. The church band will now conclude today's program with a moving rendition of Sunlight.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.